Welcome to the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, and today we're going to talk about miracles. Miracles that we've received, and also miracles that we didn't receive. Mm. And maybe we just didn't receive them in the way we hoped, but God was actually giving us the miracle that we needed. So first- (laughs) I love that. Say that again. Maybe I, we I can't say wait, it okay. again. It was wait, in the I moment. think I remember it. Maybe we didn't receive the miracle that we had hoped for, but we received the miracle from God that we needed. Yes. Oh, that's well, and so I, huge. I gained that through reading a message that you posted on Instagram the other day. And I just want to read it and share it with you guys because it was so incredibly powerful. Before you do that, can I just give some context? Yes. Okay. So based on what we saw God do in Damar Hamlin's life, if you aren't aware of what I'm talking about, maybe go back and listen to a few of our podcasts prior to this episode and you'll understand more what I'm talking about. But we believe that we witnessed a miracle with our very eyes And so we were on this spiritual high, really. We were like, oh my goodness, God allowed us to see this miracle. Look what he has done. And yet my heart was really heavy for those who have not received the miracle that they had prayed for because I know, I know what that's like. Um, And so, yeah, that's the context of where my post came from. So I will read her post and also If you haven't read her post, you can go back and see it on her Instagram or through Hunter's Hope, um, their Instagram, just because I love the picture too. It's a picture of my mom and my brother, Hunter. But it says, if you didn't get the miracle you prayed for, this is for you. I know what it's like to pray and pray and cry out to God, fast and hope and beg for a miracle. And I know what it's like to not get the miracle I prayed for. Hunter was not healed. He didn't receive the miracle we hoped for. And sometimes it still hurts. It hurts a lot, especially when someone else is healed miraculously. And I wonder, why not Hunter? The hurt sometimes leads me to question and doubt the goodness of God. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you're praying for a miracle for yourself or someone you love. Maybe you prayed and the miracle never happened and it hurts. It really hurts. I don't know why God chose not to heal Hunter here. I don't know why he didn't heal Hayes and so many other children and people we prayed for. But I do know this. God still performs miracles. He does. But he also numbers our days. And when that day comes and our story is finished here on earth, he has prepared a place for those who love him. So maybe the ultimate miracle isn't so much what happens here, but what happens next? What happens when that day comes? Maybe the greater miracle is that Jesus made a way for all of us to know him and someday spend eternity with him and those we love who didn't get a miracle here. And then you share two Bible verses. Proverbs 19, 21 says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And Job 14, 5 says, our time on earth is brief. The number of our days is already decided by you. Every man has been allotted a number of days here on earth. 
Amen. Wow. <laughs> After hearing you read that post, um, wow, it's really powerful and it's true. I believe that, you know, yes, we did not receive the miracle of Hunter's healing here on earth, but he is healed and he is whole. And that really brings me to a very powerful point that Christina made in the most recent podcast you shared regarding her son, Judson. And I want to share that because it is so powerful. She says, I live every single day with the awareness that Judson is living his best life, perfect and whole, and that we will spend eternity with Jesus. She says, I know with every fabric of my being that this is not all there is. And pain reminds us that this is not the end of the story. We are made for more. Living in that hope brings me joy and understanding and purpose. And I want to live today as part of that world instead of this one. That is so, Amen. oh my goodness. Okay. There's a lot there. So let's just try to unpack that because there's so much there. I just want to say before we move on and talk about that is that if you have not listened to the story of Judson that we're talking about, we released it on Monday and it's called an unlikely miracle and an unexpected gift. And I think in what we're going to talk about today, you'll really understand why that is the title of that episode. And there's so much that we could share right now about Judson and about Christina's story, but she does it better than we ever (laughs) could. She talks about her son, Judson, and it is so powerful. And if you want to stop this episode right now, do it and go and listen to Christina's story and how she shares the incredible life of her son, Judson. And even though it was short and in terms of what we think as a life lived here on earth, she, as I just shared, talks about how powerful it is to know without a shadow of a doubt that Judson is living his best life in heaven. Mm -hmm. And if we can live in the awareness of that and the truth regarding that then it changes how we live our days here on earth. And she shared that so powerfully. And I loved how she said that we were made for more. I think we live in a culture that is set on giving every, getting everything here and now as fast as you can. We live with that mentality of like the here and now is all that really matters. And the truth is the here and now is preparing us for what really matters. And that is when we take our last breath and we live in the presence of God for all eternity. And we live with Hunter and Judson and so many other people that have gone before us. But does that mean we don't live here? Does that mean we just sit back and wait for that day to come? Absolutely not. Because we know that day is coming, we can live in the fullness of joy here, regardless of our circumstances. Because like Christina shares and like I shared and so many other people have shared on these episodes, our everyday circumstances are really difficult. And especially if you're caring for a terminally ill child or you have, you're walking through grief. And that's another thing I want to talk about too after I know, cause you're <laughs> going to, but you're going to share, but um, regarding what Christina said about grief, 
But, you know, and you might yourself be dealing with very difficult circumstances and it's hard to see any joy or any hope in the midst of them. Well, this is how you see it. It's not that you see joy and hope in the circumstance. Absolutely not. When we're going through difficult situations, it's not that the situation is what gives us hope. It's that knowing that there is a God who's with us in the midst of that. And there is a God who has prepared a place for us and has told us that this is not the end of the story. Amen to that because it's hard. I mean, we have both been in those situations where the day does not seem good. We don't feel like we have joy and hope in the day, but that's not what it's about. No, it's not about the day. Like you said, like it's about bringing honor and glory to God and allowing him to use those days of struggle to bring him glory and to draw us closer to him. him. And what I loved, this just goes back to what you said about Judson's life, although it was so, so short compared to what we think of like a long life of someone living to be in their eighties or nineties. We see that as being a long life, but what did those people do with their life? We see these children, whether it's Judson, who was only two years old, or Hunter, who lived to be eight and a half, that seems like such a short life to the normal world and our normal culture. But from our perspective and our point of view, they lived out their days to the absolute fullest. And they lived the greatest life in such a short time. And honestly... That just reminds me that in the days that I've been given, I want to be like them. Yeah, I want to be like Judson. I want to be like Hunter because they honored and glorified God, even though their lives seemed like they couldn't do anything, like they couldn't do the things that we can do. Hunter, for example, couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't do anything on his own. And yet he changed our lives. Right. He was our miracle. God used him as a miracle because without Hunter, we wouldn't know who Jesus is. So that brings us to the fact that God is the ultimate miracle. Amen. Amen. Of course, I, I tears are filling in my <laughs> eyes while Aaron is talking. And I'm trying to compose myself so that I'm not crying on this episode, but it I'm emotional because what you said, like Hunter lived such a full life, even though he suffered, he lived a full life and he glorified God with his suffering. And we all have an opportunity. And it's it's not that we glorify the suffering. Let me just repeat that again. We don't glorify the pain or the suffering, but we give God the glory regardless of our circumstances because we fix our eyes on him. And when we fix our eyes on him and what's to come, we can have joy and hope right now. This isn't some, you know, pie in the sky, like, oh, help me to feel better kind of thing. This is the reality of the truth of what God has said through his word. And when we we hold fast to that, when we let our lives be guided each and every moment and each and every day by the truth of who God is and what God can do, we are able to live with that joy and that hope regardless of our circumstances. But again, and you, I think said this, that doesn't make it easy. Okay. And to allow yourselves 
to be in the uncomfortable and the uneasy and the grief and the pain and the sadness. Don't try to push it away. Allow God to walk with you through it. And I will be the first to say that it's not easy. And there have been many times where I have wanted to escape the pain and I just cry out to God and I'm just like, God, take it away. I'm, I'm done with all of this. Take it away. And yet there were many moments where he didn't and moments even today where he hasn't. And yet, because I rely on him and the truth of his word, that is what sustains me. That is my lifeline. Because trust me, if you have gone through a season of grief and season of deep pain, whether it's mental, emotional, physical pain, you need a lifeline. And he is our only hope. Amen. And that brings me, what you just said reminds me of another point I wanted to bring up regarding what Christina shared. She said, the more we bring the real stuff to God, instead of running away when we feel anger, that we make our struggles an offering to him. So let me just say that again. So instead of running, I guess, from our pain, that we bring that pain to God and that that becomes an offering to him. That is really deep and really profound. And Ultimately, I think what she's saying, and to put it kind of like in terms that I can understand, is that go to God with all of it. Right. Because he's in the midst of all of it with you. It reminds me of something that you said the other night, because just to give you guys a background after everything that happened with the miracle with um, a Bills player named DeMar Hamlin and how he was miraculously healed from cardiac arrest. But we share that in another episode. But we decided that we prayed and then we needed to praise God for what he had done. And even for the people that are going through their own circumstances where they're praying for a miracle and not receiving it, We still wanted to have a time of prayer and praise. But my mom, you shared up on stage an incredible message of hope. But one of the things- I don't remember it. So tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as your daughter, but um, it was just, it pointed everyone to God and who he is in the midst of our pain. But you talked about this one part of scripture where- Jesus is preaching to all of these people and so many of his followers left him Mm -hmm. and he looked at his disciples and he said, are you going to leave me too? And one of his disciples, Peter said, where else are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. And it reminds me of what you just said, bringing an offering and not running of Where else are we going to go? Right, right. You are the ultimate healer. Even if our healing and our miracle does not look like what we want or what we expect, he is the healer. It's who he is. It's a part of his character. And that we bring all of the good, the bad, the ugly to him as an offering that we basically in the the way I understand that in my own journey with God is that like, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I'm feeling at every given moment, I'm like, Lord, you know me, you know what I'm feeling right now. You know what I'm thinking right now. And I'm coming to you with that because I don't know where else to go. You know, I can go to my counselor. That is a blessing. I can go to you, Aaron. I try not to (laughs) to burden you with anything, but 
all I know is that the first and foremost, that I have to run to God with it because I know that he already knows first and foremost, but that he is the solution to it. He, his character, who he is, he is the answer for whatever it is that I'm feeling. And like you said, we needed to praise God after that miracle. So running to him with our praise as well, because he is worthy of it. He is deserving of it every day, regardless of our circumstances. So go ahead. (laughs) And I think that the offering, like God calls us to offer ourselves up to him and offer all of those things that you just said, the joy, the pain, whatever the circumstances to offer it to him and lay it at his feet. And I believe that a huge significant part of that, the reason why he wants us and longs for us to do that is because he knows that we were never meant to carry the weight of it. No, we were not meant to carry the weight of our burdens and our pain and our struggle and sickness He longs for us to be close to him and just lay it all at his feet. He doesn't want us to carry it. He carried it all for us. Right. And that brings me to something really powerful that you said, Aaron. You said, what if God uses the most unlikely miracle to draw us closer to his heart? What if the answer to your prayer looks more like a mess than a miracle? What if that's exactly what God intends for his glory and your good? And then I have these two sentences right after that written. He is the point. He is a miracle. I think that's a great place to close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are amazing. You are beyond anything we can fathom or understand. Lord, you are so good. You are ultimately are the miracle. You are what we need most, Lord. And we just thank you that we can come to you with everything, Lord, that you already know what's on our hearts, on our minds. You know a word that's going to come out of our mouth before we even speak it, Lord. You are God and you are good. Father, thank you that we can come to you. Thank you that you know and you see it all and you love us anyway. Lord, thank you that even though we don't always get the answer to our prayers that we hope for, you always answer our prayers with what we need most. And ultimately, what we need most will always be you. Lord, thank you for everything that you have done and all that you continue to do in all of our lives. Help us to know and love you more. And Lord, help us to remember that you do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen.